Hey, good day, everyone. This is Minister J.C. Yarday with Rising Hope Ministries, and this is Rising Hope Ministries State of Your Faith Devotional. I greet in the blessed name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May His grace and His mercy rest and abide in our lives today. It is Monday. Monday, the brand new week. All right, you already know what I'm going to say. With a brand new week comes brand new opportunities and brand new blessings. Man, it's the noonday hour. I hope everything is going well for you today so far. If it is, great. If it's not, Hopefully, after this session, it will start to turn around and it will look a little bit better. You still have time, you still have time to um, end this day in a positive way. So, um, without further, well, before I get into that, I do have um, two announcements. Um, one, um, I don't know, I know we haven't talked about it a whole lot, but we are simulcasting, we are simul. We are simultaneously broadcasting on our podcast live that's happening right now as we speak. Um, you can go to our webpage, risinghopeministries.org, and towards the middle of the page, it'll, you'll see our, our, our corporate logo, and it says we are live. You can click on there, and you can save that um, to your phone, and you can listen to us live. You know, every once in a while, we do have videos, <laughs> but for the most case, like 90% of the time, um, it's just me talking. So um, to listen to on podcast while you're eating your lunch, we think that would be great. Um, also, for those of you who will be listening on podcasts, if you still want to send your amens, send, you still want to send uh, your comments, you will be able to do that via Twitter. Um, we, we're setting up the Twitter um, the the, the, the Twitter account to receive um, your your comments live and I will respond to them live while on air um, once we get that all set up. <clears throat> I'm testing it for the last couple of weeks and still going through um, some test phasing on it. So hopefully with, by the end of this week, um, we will have that um, set up and don't quite understand it. That's why I can't just say yes, it's going to be up there, but we are working on it. So for those of you who are on podcasts and who are listening via podcasts, I welcome you. You can also catch us. It won't be live, but you can catch the rebroadcast on all your major podcasts, Apple, um, Amazon, uh, uh, um, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, I, um, iTunes, iHeartRadio. We are on all of we are on all of those uh, uh, platforms, including Spotify, Deezer, um, pretty much anywhere you can think of. We are on there, and um, we do have like the Spotify, the Amazon. So if you want to follow, you can go to our website, and again, in the middle of the page. You can click on your favorite podcast platform and you can follow us from there. Just click on there and then click follow. <clears throat> and of course, you get notification every time um, we do a new broadcast. We are live on um, on Speaker. Um, we are live on there all the time. Speaker is where we house um, all of our podcasts. So we're live on there and I'm still trying to work out and figure out how we can go live on iHeart and all the other platforms. So I don't know if I don't even know if it's possible, but if it is possible, we will find a way <laughs> and we will be live on that as well. 
So, and then, of course, the second announcement is come and check out the new website, risinghopeministries.org. We still have the community. So the social media part of the website isn't going anywhere. But what we did was we brought a lot of our content from behind the wall so you can um, access it. For those of you who need um, prayer requests, who want to do a prayer request, who want to do praise reports, you can do that without actually being part of the community. We brought that from behind the wall and we still have the community and we still have things um, on the other side of the wall that we will be doing. Guys, 2021 is going to be a great year for Rising Hope Ministries. Um, we've done, we've grown a lot from uh, January of 2020 up to this point, and we're still doing some amazing things. Uh, things are happening all of the time that are mind-blowing. Um, and it's all because of God. God is so awesome. Even in the time of pandemic, we, even in the time of pandemic, we, um, we are still growing and we are still thriving. So, you know, really at this point in time, we can just get, I mean, me, myself, Minister Tony, we can just give God praise and glory for all the doors of opportunities that he's opened and allowing us to walk through. And we give him praise and we give him all glory for that. So those are the announcements. Come and check out um, risinghopeministries.org. Um, uh, uh, if you want to listen to us on your podcast, you can do that. You can go to risinghopeministries.org, go to the center, uh, click the live. We are streaming live on there. Um, and we're going to be adding more stuff to that. Believe it or not, we are going to be adding even more to it. So, man, I, I, I'm just so grateful. I'm so thankful. Let's go ahead, get into today's uh, message. As you guys can see, um, the hard knock life is behind us. We are now in what would you do? And there's a story behind that. So let me go ahead and pray us in and then we'll go ahead and get started. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace on this day. We come to give you all glory and all praise. We thank you for who you are in our lives, Holy Father. And we thank you for this opportunity to come before your throne of grace and just learn more about you, Heavenly Father, on our lunch hour. Lord, we thank you for the platform and the, and, and the technology that even makes this possible. Lord, may we bring you glory in all that we say and we do. Now, Heavenly Father, allow me to decrease so you can increase in me and allow this word to uh, uh, let your word flow from on high through me to these your people. And Lord, I pray that this word will do all that you commanded to do. And Lord, I pray that this word will encourage, inspire, and empower these your people. I pray that this word will will uh, touch somebody in their darkest hour where they realize that um, whatever plans they're scheme, whatever they were planning, whatever they were scheming that was not of you, they can abandon those plans, seek you out, and know they'll be found by you. Lord, I pray that this word will touch somebody in their loneliest hour where they realize that they're not alone, but they can call on you and you will respond to them immediately. We thank you for this word because we know it will not return to you void. Now, Heavenly Father, allow me to speak this word in its coldness, in its completeness. Let, let me not add anything to it, nor hold anything back from it. Lord, let me speak this word boldly and with truth with truth and with grace, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing me to stand before your throne of grace and declare, thus saith the Lord. Now, Heavenly Father, allow me to stay, stay humble, not only before your throne of before your throne of grace, but also before the people to whom you've called me to serve. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, welcome again, guys. Welcome, 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 welcome to... 
Uh, I'm sorry about that. Welcome to What Would You Do? And this is a whole new series. So this series is really based off of the Good Samaritan that we can find in Luke chapter 10. And I'm starting from verse 25 and we are going down. I forgot the end verse. I want to say maybe 40 something, 41, 42, somewhere around there. <clears throat> but it is off of the Good Samaritan. And um, the funny thing about it is um, the Sunday school, the Sunday school had a lesson on this yesterday and the two teachers that were teaching this, they did such a good job in, um, taking it, um, in this new direction that I wanted to continue to build on what they had started yesterday. So I'm, I'm going in, I'm going in the same direction they're going, but we're starting from the same point where they're starting. So I'm going to take it a little, with this, we get to go a little bit deeper, um, and, and we get to, go, get to go a little bit further than what we can do in a 45-minute or an hour on one Sunday. Um, so, of course, we're going to be digging into this all week long, starting today and hopefully ending on Friday. But we'll allow the Holy Spirit and God to lead the lesson as he see fit. And we'll go in from there. So what would you do, right? And why would you say what would you do? And what would what would you do have anything to do with the Good Samaritan? Well, actually, the Good Samaritan, to me, is a story that allows us to not only um, build our relationship vertically with God, but also horizontally with the people on in, in, in our atmosphere. These are the people on our planes. It, ha- it helps us to build our relationship with our spouses, with our children, with our friends. It helps us to build our relationships with um, uh, um, our coworkers, um, even our enemies. Yeah, you got me right. Um, working on this hor- horizontal relationship helps us to build relationships with our enemies as well as build our relationship with God. And so um, now I made my statement that makes you scratch your head and say, where are you going with this? Um, let's dive into it, keeping in mind that what we're doing with the, um, the, the whole story, of, the whole story about uh, the Good Samaritan is really what Jesus started in Matthew chapter five, right? In Matthew chapter five, where he talks about um, if somebody slaps you um, in the right cheek, offer them the left cheek, you know, if they sue you in court for your shirt, give them your hat as well. It, I mean, that's where that's where this story comes in from. That's where the, 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 the whole story is about the relationships that we have with one another and how those relationships affect our relationship with God. And so I'm going to make my case and you guys can let me know the cool thing um, about uh, the new website is that there's a comment form on there so you guys can ask your questions if you don't want to ask them live on 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 the broadcast you guys can go to the website and there's a form in there and you can ask the uh you can ask your question well it's always after the first one right so it's not up there yet but give by the end of the day today this section will be up on the site and you'll be able to ask your questions um you'll be able to ask your questions then but um 
you know, if you guys want to make your comments privately, you can do that um, with the new website. You don't have to be a member of the community to do that. You can come in, um, make your questions, ask your questions, make your comments, and I will address them the next day without, you know, revealing who it is. But, I, you know, especially uh, if it's something big, if I say something that I found that if I say something that I thought was wrong or if I was corrected, I'll definitely bring it back up and make the necessary corrections. OK, so let's go ahead and get into it. So today we're going to talk about the power of assuming positive intent, the power of assuming positive intent. So today uh, in the first half of the, the parable, we're going to be looking at um, verse 25 through 27. And it reads like this. One day an expert of the religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him this question. Teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied, what does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? The man answered, you must love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and to love to, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And I wanted to stop right there, right? So here's a contrast that I think I, let me just speak for myself, right? Here's a contrast that I think a lot of us miss in, in this interaction between the religious, uh, between the religious expert and the, um, in Jesus, right? So here he, he stands up to test Jesus in asking him this question. Teacher, what, what must, must I do to in, inherit eternal life? Jesus replies, gives him a reply, and he says, what does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? That second part is really the most important, right? How do you read it? He understands, Jesus knows that he knows that he knows what the law of Moses says, but the biggest question is, here is how do you read it? And the man answered him, you must love the Lord with all your heart. With um, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus goes on to tell him that this is correct. So why is that? How do you read it? Make it, um, make it, make it that much more important, right? How do you read it means how are you interpreting it? How are you going to take it? I understand you know what it means but how are you reading it and when the and when he says with all your heart with with every essence of your body with every essence of your souls and we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves in the very same way as we love God so if God himself came down and you knew it was God himself and he asked you to do something without question you would do it right we know that we would do it if God came down and said and stood right before me and says, stop your broadcast, go to the store and gives me a list of things to go and get because I know it's God. I'm going to say, Hey guys, I'm sorry. I got to go. And boom, I'm gone. Right. I'm, I'm, you might see the empty room behind me. You might even hear me close the door and the car start up and, and I'm gone. Right. Because God is standing before me and he says, this is what I need you to do. And I, and you need to go and do it. And we would do it. Because we know it's God. We want to please God. It is, it's within our nature to do what God asks us to do because we want to be in his presence at any given time. Uh, all the time we want to be in his presence, right? But then the second part of it, love your neighbor as you love yourself. I love me. 
Sometimes I don't treat me uh, um, as I should treat myself, but it doesn't change the fact that I love myself. And I would do anything for myself. Um, if I decided that I need a pedicure, COVID and all, if my my feet are so crusty and rusty dusty that I need I need to go and get a, a, a pedicure, I'm gonna go mask in hand. Might have two or three of them all wrapped in. But I'm gonna sit in that chair and feel sorry for the poor lady that has to cut my claws and and work triple as hard to you know okay i'm tickling myself but really i love myself that much that if i i'm gonna go in i'm gonna take the risk right and i have to come in and take a decontamination shower so i don't infect nobody because you don't know you know today they're talking about covid can stay on surfaces a lot longer than they thought and all this craziness right but if i love myself and i want to take care of myself i'm going to do whatever it takes to take care of myself i want to take i want to live this life as long as I can to enjoy it as long as I can. And that means that if I love God and I love myself with such intense, I should love the people around me with that same intensity. Do you get it now? If I love God with the intensity that if God stood before me, I would do anything it would take. He can ask me anything in this world. If God came in and told me to climb on top of this roof and jump down and do a double somersault or double flip or whatever the case may be, even though I can't do that. I've never done it before in my life. Because it was God, I would go and do that and not think anything of it. Because if I hurt myself, my mind would say, well, God will heal me. <laughs> well, God's going to catch me if I do it wrong, right? But if I love myself with that same intensity that I love God, then I'm going to do whatever I can to take care of myself. I'm going to do whatever I can to take care of this temple in which God has given me to take care of it. But the, the, the problem that we, that, that, that we stop short in is that we do, not, we do not extend that to those people in our atmosphere. So why is that? Why don't we extend that? One is because we want to protect ourselves, right? A lot of times in growing up, we've been hurt. We've been hurt by girlfriends or boyfriends or um, these relationships have taught us. And over the years, we have learned to put up this brick wall of protection around us. We want to protect us. We want to protect our back end. We don't want to be vulnerable in any way. We understand the law of the jungle, right? The survival of the fittest. So we have to be strong. We have have to be big we have to be bad we have to be the strongest and the way we do that is about putting up these walls well the problem is is when you put up these walls and you put up these defenses because you don't want to be hurt because hurt causes a lot of pain it, it, you know nobody wants to go through that right that's what hurt does and we go through all that and we get over the pain, we get over the hurt, and we don't ever want to experience that again. So that's why we put up these walls. And and as we put up these walls, we are also hurting the relationships that we could be having with the people in our atmosphere. Now, there are a few people that can come through. The friends and the people that we know that think like us, that, 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 that have the same um, thought process as, as us, they can pen penetrate that wall because we allow them to pen penetrate that that wall. We allow them to come in. You remember that um, show um, Star Trek, right? In the very beginning, like 
Captain Kirk age, right? Um, when they had the shields up, um, they couldn't beam anybody up and down, right? They had to take the shields down, beam them up, and then put the shields back up. But by the time of Luke Picard, even with the shields up, they can beam people up. You know, beam people up with shields up. Shields are up. They're at 90%. Hey, get those people off the surface. Okay, beam them up now. Boom. And they're, you know, they beam them up. Um, but those people, because they belong to that ship, because they belong to that crew, could penetrate that force field and get into the ship and get into that safety. When we when we surround ourselves with people that we like and people that we think have our best interests at heart, they can get through that wall. They can get through that force field that we have. But then it damages every other relationship with other other people in our atmosphere. It's the reason why we we can step over the homeless, the same homeless guy that we may have given a dollar last week to. Uh, uh, we step over him day after day after day, saying, "You know what? I gave him enough money. He 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 should have been okay by now. He could have got himself on, got himself up, or whatever the case may be." Um, it's the same reason why that same person that your rival who irks you, who gets un, on your everlasting nerve uh, uh, and you're in competition with him, you try to do your reports better than him and even when he tries, because, you know, nobody wants the company to shut down. If you guys, if both you guys do your bad work, cost company money, everybody gets fired, company goes out of business, but nobody wants that. So even when he comes to try to give you a suggestion um, about fixing something, oh, no, nah, he's trying to, you know, he, he, he trying to mess me up. I, I, my work is way better than his work. These, these are the things that keep us from excelling. These are the things. Listen, understand this. Our relationship with everyone in, in our atmosphere affects our relationship with God. Everyone in our atmosphere. Those people are in our atmosphere for a reason. Because God put those people in our atmosphere. So everyone in our atmosphere, whether it's the office atmosphere, whether it's the lunch counter atmosphere, whether it's the park atmosphere, whether it's the home atmosphere, whether it's the church atmosphere, every one of these people who are in our atmosphere, whether we like them or not, they're in there for a reason. So how do we how do we encourage and do better with the people in our atmosphere? It's the power of assuming positive intent. Positive intent says, you know what? That person, my rival, did not wake up um, this morning thinking of ways to sabotage me. He might. <laughs> but our thing is, no, let's have let's assume positive intent. Let's assume that he he really saw a way for me to do my presentation that much better. Let me take that information. Let me see if that can help me in any way, shape, or form. And I don't feel like I'm doing a good a, a good uh, um, description of uh, positive intent. So I have a clip here, and it's only about three minutes and twelve uh, three minutes twelve seconds long. So um, listen to what uh, the gentleman here says about positive intent. I think it's really good. One of the secrets to having a good relationship with anybody, whether that's a professional relationship, whether it's romantic, whether it's a family uh, relationship, is to presume positive intent. And let me explain what that means. If I walk into a situation and I say this person has 
uh, bad intentions, this person is out to get me, this person is not trustworthy, then anything that comes out of their mouth, you're going to discount and you're going to say negative things about. They could come up to you with the winning lottery numbers and ask for nothing in return. And because you've already judged them to be dishonest, disloyal, with bad intentions, you're not going to take those lottery tickets. But think about all the times that you walk into situations and you have good intentions for the other person and you think they have good intentions for you, think about how much better that interaction is. No relationship, no matter how healthy or good, can survive you coming into it, presuming they have ill intent. Nothing will survive. The only way for us to have meaningful relationships with each other is to keep our eyes and ears open so that we don't get taken advantage of, but walk into that situation thinking the best of the other person. Imagine this, imagine if you got home at the end of the day and you saw your spouse and you immediately thought before you walked in the door, this person is lazy, this person is dishonest, this person is no good, and they come up to you and give you a gift that they've thought about, they've put thought and intention into, and you take that and go, ugh, I wonder what they want. I, I wonder how much this costs me. How is that ever gonna get to a relationship that you want? You sabotage it from the start. Presume positive intent for everybody. This does not mean that you get walked on, that you get abused, that you are treated poorly. You have to stand up for yourself. But before you stand up for yourself, you need to ask yourself, is this actually what's happening? Or have you judged the other person's intentions and have you judged their actions to fit the construct that you've made in your mind about them? And if you have done that, you need to take a step back. Maybe ask for somebody else's perspective. Maybe get a counselor involved or an office manager involved and you actually honor the other person enough, you care and love about the other person enough to get a third party in there to see what the actual truth is. I promise you, if you go through life with these strategies of presuming positive intent in another and getting an outside perspective when things are going sideways, you will have the relationships you've always wanted. I think that was one of the biggest points that I was trying to um, communicate. And I don't think I was doing a very good job, so I had a video <laughs> in queue of, of doing that with everybody. But understand this. This doesn't give a license for somebody to walk over us, right? This doesn't give a license for somebody to take advantage of us. We assume positive intent, but if we feel like somebody's trying to take advantage of us, if somebody's trying to uh, uh, um, uh, uh, walk over us, you know, um, trying to bully us, and we feel that way, it doesn't hurt to get a third party involved to say, hey, this is what's going on. But when you're telling the story, make sure you tell it as honestly as you can to get that person's perspective, right? You want to get that person's honest perspective. And and, and and let's not try to get our best friend. <laughs> you know, you get our best friend. They got, our, they got our backs no matter what. No, get our spouses. They got our backs no matter what. So you got to get a, a, a true, uh, a, third, a neutral third party who knows both sides, who's friends with both sides. Oh, sorry about that. I was on mute. <laughs> 
Um, what the, what I like about what he was saying in there was the fact that, one, we are not supposed to allow anybody to um, walk over us, right? No anyone to take advantage of us, right? But two, everybody, everybody in our, in our atmosphere, they get the benefit of the doubt. They get the positive intent. We're going to assume that their intentions towards us means us good and not harm. That's, I mean, that's what it is. You want to build great relationships, even that person, even that person that you might feel etchy about, you give them the benefit of the doubt that they didn't wake up this morning to come into your atmosphere to do you some harm. Now, things will happen and you will get hurt. Things will happen and, and people will, will say things that will hurt your feelings. They will do things that you might feel betrayed upon. They, they Things will happen. Then it comes to you boiling down to say, was that intentional or was that unintentional? And it still boils down to forgiveness. But forgiveness... Remember what Jesus said, right? Uh, 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 we have to forgive those who, 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 who trespass against us so God can forgive us. Mm, wait, all of this is in, remember what I said in the very beginning, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the relationships in our atmosphere will affect our relationship with God. So if there's somebody in your atmosphere that you are not forgiving, well, that affects your relationship with God because now God is not going to forgive you because you're there's somebody in your atmosphere that you're not forgiving. It's important, brothers and sisters, and I can't stress this enough. This is not about somebody taking advantage of you. This is not about somebody uh, um, um, uh, 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 walking over you. This is not somebody, this is about you having the relationship with God that you want and relationships with the people in your atmosphere that you want. You want to have a better relationship with your spouse and assume, assume positive intent. You want to have a better relationship with your children, assume positive intent. You want to have a better relationship with your boss and your coworkers, assume positive intent. You want to have better relationships with uh, um, the people in your church, assume positive intent. Let's not assume that they're coming in to have a, a, a fight with us, even though you might end up with a fight. Let's assume that maybe somebody took something out of context. Maybe somebody took something uh, um, that they didn't mean what they said and we read it this, read it the, the, the wrong way. There's a lot of times, not only with my wife, but with my friends, I will say something. Everything. Man, I feel like you, you, you're really showing, sh throwing shade on me. And I'll be like, what are you talking about? I'm not even, well, you remember that time? And that sounds like you were talking about that. I'm like, no, wasn't even thinking about that time. But even though my intent wasn't to hurt them or throw shade on them, the problem is, is I said it. That's how they felt about it. And so now I have offended them unintentionally. So now I have to go back and say, you know what? I'm sorry. I did not mean it like that. I really meant like this. And they, get this, they have to assume my positive intent and say, well, I know he's not really like that. Okay, I'll accept the apology. And the friendship can grow. 
it can continue to move forward. But if we don't assume positive intent, if I was like, man, you just feel like that because you know you were in the wrong, right? Or, or whatever the case, positive intent removes all of the negativity that the enemy uses to drive a wedge between us. That wedge that he uses to drive uh, 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 that wedge that he uses to bring space in between us is the same wedge that he uses to bring space between us and God. Look what Jesus says, and 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 we talked about this about three weeks ago, right? And and and, and Jesus, uh, not Jesus. I'm sorry. This is what God says. God says in Levit- Leviticus 20 verses seven and eight. He says, "So let yourselves." So set yourselves apart to be holy, for I am the Lord your God. Keep all my degrees by putting them into practice, for I am the Lord who makes you holy. So we're supposed to set ourselves apart and be holy because God is holy, right? And 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 and, and it's better. Let me see. Did I did I do it? Okay, I forgot. Um, Peter chapter, uh, first Peter chapter four is where Peter, uh, where Jesus, not Jesus, but where Peter says that, you know, um, we are, we are, uh, uh, of royal priesthood. So we have to be holy because God is holy. Right. And so we have to, how can we be holy if God is holy? Remember, Jesus said we have to forgive somebody 70 times, seven times. Remember, Jesus says that, that, that we have to, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, love our neighbors. We I mean, I'm sorry. We have to love our enemies I'm, I'm, I'm messing it up. Jesus says, I know the law says, and this is in Matthew chapter five. Jesus says, I know that the law says, um, uh, 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 love thy neighbors, hate thy enemies. But I give you a new commandment. I say, love thy enemies. Jesus tells us to love our enemies, right? We have to remember that. We have to remember these words that Christ has said. And even, and that's where it goes, that's where Christ goes into. If somebody slaps you on your right cheek, after off from the left cheek, and he goes through, goes through that litany. But we have to display this love because God displayed that same love against, uh, 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 for us. Right, God showed us that same love. You remember those times when you were disobeying God's law, when you know that you were disobeying it, when you were fornicating, when you were stealing, when you were drinking, and when you were cussing, and when you were fighting. You know those times when you took some money from your parents, when you took some money from the job. You know those times. Those are the times that you knew that you knew that you knew that you weren't supposed to be doing those things, but you did did them anyway, but God still chose to forgive you, to forgive you. God still chose to love you. God still chose to redeem you. Those are the same attributes that we have to show to the people in our atmosphere because God chose to do the same thing to us. He, his requirement to us is that we do the same thing to those people around us. But it is, let me say this as clear as possible. It is impossible to do those same things that God has done to us if you do not assume positive and intent. If you do not say that, you know that, if you do not say, you know, he did not mean to do that, I will forgive him.
I will give them another chance. Yes, love is the foundation. Yes, absolutely, Minister Tony. We have to use that positive intent as our weapon against the things that the enemy comes against to, to, to try to separate us. Jesus says this, and I know I just looked at the time, so I know I'm running, I'm running low on time. Let me say this. In, um, in John 14, 15, he says, if you love me, obey my commands. And then he says in Matthew 22, and let me just uh, uh, tie this all together, right? He says this in Matthew 22, um, 22 verses 36 through 40. Teacher, which is, the, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, you must, this is Jesus saying, you must love, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Brothers and sisters, like Minister Tony just said on the screen, love is the foundation. And you cannot have that love. It, does, it doesn't start with a negative. Well, I'm going to forgive him just this one time. No, it starts with the positive intent. I understand, my brother, that you woke up this morning and you did not intentionally mean to hurt me. You did not intentionally mean to affect offend me. You know what? Let's just call it a wash. Um, I accept your, I accept your apology and let's keep it on moving. And if you feel like, if you still feel like that was something intentional, you have to go and get somebody. You have to put the effort in. You have to put the work in to bring a third party in and say, this is how I feel about this. I feel like I was wrong. I feel it was intentional. Um, am I seeing it right or am I seeing it wrong? And allow that person to help you mitigate through those feelings that you are having, understanding the situation between both you and the person that offended you. If it's a relationship with a spouse, if it's a relationship with a, a, a girlfriend or just a female, and, and, and you feel like, you know, because something in your past, remember, the devil likes to use the things in the past. There's something in the past that the devil is putting in your mind that's causing causing this wedge that's causing this separation and the way i look at it if it causes a separation between you and me it's causing a separation between me and god because you're my atmosphere for some reason so let me get in there and let me do everything i can to figure out is is now get this god will take some people and move them out of your atmosphere god will take some people and move them away from you and if that's fine that doesn't that doesn't separate you between you and god but you know if they're supposed to be moved out, if they're supposed to be gone, let God move them out, and so you can continue. So you can continue keep on moving forward with the mission and the vision in which God has given you. But every person in your atmosphere has a purpose and a reason, and so we have to take care that the separation that is coming is not because of our own hand of our own doing, but it's because that is something that God is doing. Positive intent is the start of this of this story. The positive intent is the start of this parable. We're going to be looking at this parable throughout the week. Brothers and sisters, if you want to 
harness the power of positive intent and have all that have everything that God has in store for you it starts with you having a relationship with God point blank period it starts with you having a relationship with God if you don't have a relationship with God you're 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 you're, you're fighting an empty battle you're fighting for uh, 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 you, <laughs> I can't even say it properly you're 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 fighting an empty battle it's not going to come from not. You have to have a relationship with God so that the things that God has for you can manifest itself in your life. As Tony would say, when it comes to you, God is not in a bad mood. And he's ready to receive you right here, right now. Are you ready to give your life to God? Say this prayer with me. After you say this prayer, please email us at ministers at risinghopeministries.org ministers at risinghopeministries.org we want to help you establish that working relationship with a living god we call it aftercare we're not interested in bombarding you with a bunch of emails we are interested in helping you to establish that working relationship with a living god pray with me heavenly father i come before your throne of grace today i confess all my sins the ones I know about, <clears throat> and even the ones I have forgotten. Please, Lord, forgive me of these my many sins. Have mercy upon me. Today, Lord, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died on the cross for my sins. After three days, God the Father raised him from the dead. Today, he sits at the right hand of God the Father. Thank you, Jesus, for paying the price that I can never pay on my own. Please, Lord, be the Lord of my life. Thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, if that's the first time you've ever said that prayer, please, please, please email us. For everyone else, please pray with me. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace. Now, Heavenly Father, thank you for your forgiveness and for your grace in our lives. Now, Heavenly Father, allow us to have... Uh, assume positive intent with the people in our atmosphere help us to build the same relationship we have with you help us to build the, those relationships with the people in our atmosphere Heavenly father we know that these people are in our atmosphere for a reason if not for a season so Heavenly father we wanted to make the most of it and we give you all glory and all praise for any and all of the people in our atmosphere, from our husbands and our wives to our children, our grandchildren, to, to our aunts, our uncles, to our friends, our very best friends, our close friends and the acquaintances, from our co-workers to our bosses. Lord, we thank you for each and every one of these relationships that we have. Let us have healthy relationships with each and every one of them, Holy Father. And Lord, I pray that you remove all those who mean ill, Ill intent uh, for us. 
You do that on your own power, Holy Father, because we are going to walk and have positive intent in meeting everyone. We thank you for who you are. Give us the, the spirit of discernment, Holy Father, to weed out those who are not of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, know that I love you, but more important, God loves you. Hey, we'll be back here at 6 o'clock for Mechanics versus Faith. This is GPS, our Bible study series. Come and be a part of that. You guys have a blessed and wonderful day.